Okay. Um, this is episode 45. <laughs> this is episode 45. Um, we're in a predicament. <laughs> Before we get into the episode and what we did last time, we need to figure out exactly what we're doing here. So we've, we've been, for a long time, uh-huh. we've been talking about doing an episode of Casino El Camino. Right. No coffee. Schedu- There's a no coffee episode. No coffee. For scheduling reasons, we had to do this episode later in the day. Uh-huh. And we thought, hey, why don't we just get lunch at Casino and record the episode We'll there. record on the back patio. We forgot about the music. I don't know if you can hear that. I mean, it's, it's, it's louder it's, on the back patio than inside, it's, somehow. It's, it's faint, but it's there. <laughs> um, are there DMCA takedowns for a podcast? <laughs> We're gonna, well, Nick, you let me know. Uh, <laughs> this is untenable. Yeah. Usually, I'm like, I'm fine with an audio. No, we got to stop. We walked, we walked all around. We tried upstairs. We tried downstairs. We tried out back. It's everywhere. We, we should try leaving. Yeah, <laughs> we were going to record. We are going to start, get the food eat, kind of like take us through and like that was going to be the episode, talking casino and all this stuff. It's a sheer impossibility, right? Listen, I do want to talk about casino real fast before uh-huh. you, you call this off here. <laughs> okay, we, because we, Jeff, we are going to leave. Yeah, we, we, okay, we, we ordered food. I got the buffalo burger, which is what I always get. It's fucking awesome. They had this fried cherry pie, which I've oh, never had before. So good. Incredible. So good. Uh, I've never had a fried hand pie that good. <laughs> but as you probably just heard, when your food's ready, they call out your name. Uh-huh. Our food was ready really quick. Very, yeah. very. Ordered it. one guy worked. Eric, yeah. Eric buttered the dude up. They called Eric I'm immediately. Friends. Yeah. So uh, we ate. So we finished eating. As we were eating, they called Christian and that awkward guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff almost did a spit take. <laughs> I, I dropped my pickle. <laughs> it was truly phenomenal. Um, Casino El Camino, my like one of my favorite bars in town, my favorite burger in town. If you're coming to RTX, definitely come here. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But um, the problem is not. Do not record a podcast. Great here. for a podcast here. No, it's because not. Because here's what oh, would happen: look, the music came back. Oh, we can record now. All right. Good All right. morning, Gus. <laughs> good morning, Gus. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Um, we were trying to figure out like maybe we can bully the jukebox and just get like acoustic set stuff. But <laughs> then I can't. I feel I would feel so bad turning this into Nick and being like, "Hey, man, guess what." Uh, because I think you'd have an aneurysm uh, <laughs> trying to fix it. So I think that this will probably take us out of this, and we'll go find a spot. We have some ideas. We should we'll walk down it. like a little south here. I think we can find a spot. Okay. I mean, okay. Are you fine with that, Jeff? I'm all about it. Okay. Let's finish. It's back. <laughs> Is this a cover of Rock Lobster? Oh, oh, it might be. Well, we've got to stick around long enough to hear Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, Rock Lobster, I think, on Gavin's draft for the fuckface uh, draft. Uh, Rock so, and Rock yeah. draft. Well, that'll do it. Uh, we'll be back in just for It'll you. be instant for you. Yeah, for you, do not go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, this would be a weird place to put the ads. I can't imagine the ads go right here. But stick around. We'll be right back. This episode brought to you by Rock Lobster. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> oh, it's a uh, it's it's peaceful here. Yeah, Gus just played as the beef the B 69s <laughs> toxic. It's a a, a band uh, on YouTube that I guess I think it's just actually one guy, but he uh, covers popular songs in, uh, in the style of the B fifty twos. Definitely definitely look it up. Uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, his his version of Toxic is, okay. is the best. So I'm talking about Toxic. We're great. So we're back at it. Yeah, we're back at it. We're not at home. For the audience, it's been instantaneous. Right. I, like meant, that. I meant that the last two episodes were at home. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, quarantine episodes. Yes. Kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, technically, yes. 
But when you say that, it makes it feel like 2021, and that's not what it was. <laughs> it was well, not that at all. Kind of, kind of. Okay. Not, not, not quite the same. It, right. The technicality that makes you said, sense. You're the one who said technically. Okay. Well, uh, last time we talked about how Gus is fine. We talked about media expectations. We talked about cops. Uh, we talked a lot about RTP and Achievement Hunter, and I thought that was such a good episode. I thought it was such a good episode. Um, talked about first RTP memories and where to avoid uh, coming to Austin. Well, uh, we, we can we can kick it off by saying definitely. We already said this before. Definitely go to casino when you're here. Oh and man! Unless you're looking to record a live podcast, then yeah. avoid yeah. recording yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, we yep. walk down the street like two blocks to the convention center. Uh, we're outside of Exhibit Hall Five. Uh, Wildly different center. world from where we were three blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to believe they're in the same city. Uh, it's funny, we were walking down here, and Jeff kind of made a joke. He's like, hey, we should go stop over at Carmelo's. <laughs> used to be an Italian restaurant, like, down the corner over here. And I was like, oh, my God, they're still open? Jeff's like, no, they've been, they've been closed. They've been closed a decade, easy. <laughs> Have they? Yeah, at least I, a decade. It's been a long time. So I've there used to be a, the, a fancy Italian restaurant downtown. I only went there once with you and your mom. That's well, the only reason. My mom liked that place. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was supposed to be the best Italian restaurant in Austin at the and time. Now it's a parking lot. Now it is a parking lot. Uh, the building was still kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just inside of that same building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw yeah. like the little yeah. facade that's all fenced off? Yeah, that was it. Oh, what are they going to fucking do with that? I don't know. Do they, something. Do something. They're going to turn it into a 35-story something. Yeah, I do want to point out also that the park that we were going to go to... Right across, oh, oh it's, it's, it's fenced off? Fenced off, yeah. <laughs> all the way around. Yeah. That would have been an issue. We use that park sometimes for RTX. We'll do, yeah. uh, we'll do stuff out over there. <sighs> so instead, we're at our home away from home away from home. The, the convention, convention center. center. Yeah. Um, there are they going to expand this? I know there's been like a lot of talk in the city about like closing it down. And I was going to bring that up to you guys, but I didn't know if Anmo was the right place to bring it up. Yeah, sure. The only place to bring it up. Um, they're like shutting down the convention center for an extended period of time. Yeah, for a couple of years. At like the end of this year, yeah. or like in August or something. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I like, heard so, any of this. like we sneak RTX into it, like just under the gun, and then they just passed a thing where they're going to like expand the fuck out of this convention center. It, it, it's funny because I feel like there's a lot of people in Austin who are against the idea. Mm -hmm. They think the convention center is fine. They don't see the need for expansion. But if you've been here, like you're in South by or yep. uh, you know any of the big events, you see like how it, it, the convention center is too small for a lot of things. It where, spills everywhere. Where are they going to go with it? Like what direction the, can the they expand? The talk has it? been going across, across Trinity yep. over here, mm -hmm. uh, like to where Fogo is you know, and all yeah. that stuff. Okay, well, Fogo moved, right? Right. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly. Yep. Oh, so is that going to get bulldozed? Right, like all of that over there is where it's going to go. That's, that's why they That's moved. the rumor. Right. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, it's going to be a huge expansion. They're trying to keep up with the LA Convention Center and I think Vegas is what they said. How the fuck are we going to keep up with either of those? You're not, but that's what you say when you're trying to get people to buy into it. But aren't they doing it through uh, like a hotel tax? I don't I, think they're doing it through like our... I, be I believe so. I like, believe that's correct. So are we going to lose Trinity? Hotel... Uh, there's going to be a sky bridge that connects it. Yeah. Okay. Like so the, be a separate building. Right. Yeah. The, okay. the street will still be there. Um, uh, hotel tax. Yeah. I think most of it yeah. will be paid through hotel tax. That's a lot of what a lot of it goes to anyway. Um, the, I hope that they do more good size breakout rooms. That's always been my big concern with yeah. the convention center here. Is like it's got great exhibit halls. I love the exhibit floor here because there's no columns obstructing. The floor, mm -hmm. uh, so it's all wide open. Uh, they got some great, huge ballrooms like ballroom uh, DEF up over here is awesome. But as far as like mid-size 
uh, panel rooms. It's a little lacking. Like there's, I think, like panel room 17 or 18 up over here, which is good size. Uh, but that's about it. Well, that's why we're always having to have panels and Hiltons and right. hotels and shit around. So where did you, have you seen the plans for? I don't even know if any of this has been announced. But what, what are they going to do? Fucking fire me? Uh, the thing they're doing for RTX. Yeah. We're going to have a. Uh, a stage on like the show floor where we're going to be able to do like live shows. Like I think Anima might be on the show floor. That's good. In a stage where like you can walk by and you'll be able to see us. We have like the logo up and yeah. we'll be doing a live show. I think that's fucking great. That's great. great idea. I think it's yeah. such a cool, you don't have to go and wait in line for this thing that's over here and miss out on like this other stuff. You can sort of like stumble your way into this thing <laughs> and, and, and find it. I think I, it's great. I think the, the closing for the renovation of the convention center, I think the timing may end up being serendipitous for us. Because uh, I think as we continue to pivot and retool RTX, I think I like the idea a lot more of it not being convention center based. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of a lot more ad hoc, a lot you know, uh, things that are a lot more intimate. Um, so that's why I, I kind of miss that intermediate panel space, like I'm talking about. Like, yeah, there's plenty of big halls here, but I think you know I'm. Tr I, I, I would like to see us focus on more intimate things, like you're talking about, like an anima stage where mm -hmm. people can just walk up. Um, so I think we'll see. I don't know what that, that being said, I have no insight into what's happening with RTX. Yeah, next year. We don't, I don't, we don't, I don't put together. You don't put together no. RTX anymore. No, you never put together RTX. No, yeah, um, I, don't, never. I don't know if it's going to be in here or what yeah. the plans are for any of that. I'm just, I'm just talking out my, out my ass here. Yeah. It's been cool to see it change. I like did, after coming to so many and mm -hmm. everything, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all, we've all here been going to the conventions for 20 years now yeah. professionally. And, uh, I definitely think the era of sandwiching as many people as you can into a big show floor like Sardines is coming to an end. Yeah, I think COVID may have in it inadvertently Jump also that yeah a little uh, bit accelerated it, that quite a bit. Yeah, but it was it was, accelerated is a great way to put it because it was still headed in that direction. I just yeah. don't think people want that experience anymore. I certainly don't. You know, and uh, I'm not sure where it's headed, but it's definitely like conventions are ripe for change and evolution right now. And you can tell because the model's breaking down for all over the country, all over the world, really, you know. Uh, just like we're not having E3 anymore. Yeah, that's no wild. That's wild. crazy to me. Wild. That's what I was going to say. I was going to point out E3 and the changes there and how it's like, oh, it's done. And like inevitably, it is because Sony does its own presentation mm -hmm. and Microsoft does its own presentation and Nintendo does its own presentation and it's not once a year and it's not 1998. Yeah. Like... Stuff yep. changes. Pre-internet made total sense. Yep. You know, when you're trying to hit a bunch of media publications yep. and, you know, you it's, it's hard to reach everyone all at once. Now, like you said, Nintendo does their directs. Like, yep. they have, like, a direct once a month. Yeah. Uh, they might, you know, granted, they're not all huge blockbuster announcements that, you know, blow the roof off, but they just have a regular cadence of releasing that information. It's so much more powerful, and it's so much more useful having a regular cadence of announcements than, than hold, like, kinking a hose yeah. so that once a year you can explode it, you can open it up and explode it and then everybody forgets about it in two weeks anyway because you're competing against everybody else's yep. unkinked hose. And, right. And it's more controlled, right? Like if you're Sony, you don't want, it's that, you don't want the unkinked hose of everyone at like the same time. Yeah. So instead of doing June, you go, it'll do August. Yeah. And, and Nintendo does uh, April and Microsoft has December or whatever. Whatever, yeah. And it's like, oh, you get all your spotlight and you control every aspect of it the whole way through. It yeah. makes total sense. And it's just time's changed. That's it. I, I, I will I will say I will miss E3. We've, uh, w you know, we went to it many, many times, both as like attendees and also working it. Uh, those were some super long, hard days when yeah. we worked doing the coverage, live streaming all day. But uh, it was always 
fun. Like that's, that's like when I was a little kid. That's what I always dreamed of, right? It's like I always wanted to go to E3. I always wanted to see the video game announcements. When we went for the first time, Jeff, when you and I went for the first time back in 2001. Uh, was it 2001 or was it 2000? It was 2001, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like that was... That was at the height. Yeah, that was mind-boggling to me because it was like you got to see like the Xbox before it was out. You know, we got to see the Metal Gear Solid 2 trailer that, you know, was blowing everyone's minds. It's like, um, you know, the GameCube was there and uh, there's just like so many cool things that I wanted to see and I wanted to play and it was just like... It was just so much fun. Uh, and, and then you get to see stuff like... StarCraft Ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played StarCraft Ghost at the got first e- BlizzCon. You got excited, and then this shit didn't come out. And yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to the first BlizzCon when they had that, and uh, I played StarCraft Ghost there on the floor. Wow. Yeah, they had uh, builds running on the Xbox. Um, and then I think that was the last time anyone ever saw it, I think. Wow. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what was cool about that first E3 trip. Other than it was just an amazing trip. It was me and you and Bernie. And then... We met Matt there. We met... It might that was been, the first time I met Matt. It, I, I was the second time I met Matt or first time I met Matt, too. We... You know, Matt was always living in L.A. Yeah. He, we, we knew who he was. He was a friend of a friend. It was before Rooster Teeth, yeah. right? So we hadn't started making stuff together yet, but we got to spend a week and hanging out with Matt and kind of fall in love with him. And I feel like, wasn't Ajax there, too? Or, like, one of the he other RT people? Yeah. One of the other TNI yeah, people yeah, was yeah. there? I just remember having a, a tremendous amount of fun. But the moment for me was I had always enjoyed my fandom, whether it was baseball or comic books or video games. It was kind of personal and I didn't have a lot of friends and you know, we didn't have social media, so I wasn't like I could reach out to the internet yeah. and see how, how big the, the scene was, right? So walking into E3 and seeing the size and the scope and the spectacle of a thing that I had been enjoying largely by myself yeah. most of my life or through like a Nintendo Power magazine mm-hmm. was talk about mind boggling. Like it was it was kind of it was discombobulating because to realize like holy shit this thing that I'm into is way bigger than I even realized, mm-hmm. you know, even though I'm in my 20s yeah. at this point. Yeah. And then there was Kentia Hall. And then there was Kentia Hall, right? <laughs> and then there was Kentia Hall. Is that the little underground-y part where, like, yeah. it was just, between like... The, between the... Yeah. Yeah, between, like, the halls, and it's, like, that's where, like, Guitar Hero got its start yeah. or some yeah. shit. That's where you find weird third-party accessories, oh, yeah. like a, a chair that vibrates. Yeah. Or <laughs> Guitar Hero is, like, the... Han- is, like, to, <laughs> to Kentia Hall, what Hanson is to South by Southwest. Like, it got discovered there. Oh, that's a oh. great... Man, a that's a great fucking... That's... What an analogy. Yeah. That's, that's really so funny. funny. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Mad Cats was like the perennial. Yeah. Oh, and you yeah. know what? HX was there because I remember he uh, he broke the SpongeBob SquarePants game uh, <laughs> booth. <laughs> I don't remember that. There was there was like a panel where the uh, that was a part of the station where the controller was, and he slammed it down, and the thing fell off, and we we had to run away. <laughs> a- a- Ajax is one of those people. Um, one of those people that is so naturally funny. You don't know how they don't make a career out of it, yeah. you know? Like, he was... I mean, I always felt like we were all pretty funny dudes. We were always trying to make each other laugh and one-up each other. And then you and Bernie and I all started a comedy yeah. company together. Uh, but Ajax was one of those people who was just effortlessly funny all the time, yeah. conversationally. They, I would just kind of be in awe of... Because it's like... Just, just like genuine comedy there, just rolled off that dude. He was such a funny guy with such an unfunny wedding. Oh, my oh, God. What does that mean? We, he, uh, <laughs> what does that mean? He got married uh, at uh, a big Catholic church uh, above Burnett, uh, and okay. 
the ser- the service was like three hours long. Like like imagine going to church to a mass service that's like three hours long, sitting in a church. And I was like, I'm. I remember sitting at his he, wedding, going like, I must really like this guy because I'm still here. He is not kidding, man. It was brutal. <laughs> it was a lot of meal stand hours sit, of stand kneel. up, sit down, stand up, sit down, repeat after <laughs> me, was, stand up, sit down. It was hours. It didn't make you religious. They, they, you know it didn't. They've, they've remodeled that church since then, but it was the church that's like across from that Sonic over there on Burnett, kind of like just south of, what is that, so just south of Anderson. Yeah. It's much, that church is much bigger now. It was big back then, okay. but they've since remodeled it, and it's now it's like massive. Yeah. It's huge. I've not been in there in beautiful 20 years <laughs> or so, 25 years uh, since that wedding. That's the only time I was, I've ever been in there. But yeah, I love it. every time I drive down Burnett and I drive past that church, I think of Ajax's wedding in there. Yeah, I ride my bike up there sometimes, and it is I got cut through that parking lot. It was definitely the <laughs> the unfunniest wedding I've ever been to. <laughs> you, the way you guys keep describing it as instead of just a regular Catholic wedding, you keep describing it as the unfunniest wedding. You just got it. You just got it. The dude was silly. You have and certain expectations, and he was he was wild. Like he was way wilder than any of us. Yeah. And, uh, like, really wild. And it was just a big shock, I yeah. think, for Gus and I. We did not know how religious his wife's family was. Yeah. And so we didn't know what we were walking. We thought we were walking into, like, a kegger. Yeah. And it, was not. <laughs> it was It was definitely not. <laughs> Bro's getting married. I mean, that's the, that was yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> Pretty much he nailed it. Yeah. That would have been par for the course. Oh, man. Um, well, we started this thing at Casino. And I was hoping to get, uh, I don't know if we have casino stories that you guys wanted to get to or whatever or anything that was kind of like in that area. It's, it's, but it's definitely what I wanted to like try to hit on. It's, it's great because walking, I haven't been in a casino in years. I can't remember the last time I was there. You were saying that's the first time you've been in. Since I got sober, I think. Oh, wow. That's I don't crazy. think I've been there in six years. I probably haven't been there in five or six years. Yeah. If I had to put a number I don't know on why, it. I don't know why I would have. Yeah. Uh, Hamburger. There's, they, 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 there's, easy, there's easier hamburgers to get to in Austin. Yeah. Um, that place is largely unchanged from when I started going there in nineteen ninety nine. Uh yeah, I think they added a burger and they may have added a couple of other things to the menu. They had that cherry pie was amazing that it they had phenomenal. that cherry pie. Well the part that I could eat. Yeah, there were a couple of things on there on that menu that I hadn't seen. Other than that, it looks the, the dude cooking the burgers is a different dude than I remember from the late nineties. The bartender, same dude. Yeah, <laughs> remembered us. Yeah. Said hi to us. <laughs> said hi. Asked when the next Rooster Teeth is. It was great, man. I hadn't been in there in close to over almost a decade, probably. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. But it's it's such I don't know. I think it's one of the first bars I went to when I turned twenty one, and it's like probably out of out of all the bars in that time, it's the bar easily I've been to the most. Dude. I think I might have gone with you the first time you went. I think you did. When you yeah. turned twenty-one, I think you did. I was when I first started to getting to know you. Yeah, and we all like I remember the group went downtown and we went. You wanted to go to casino. Yeah, I'd never been, and uh, I think that was probably both of. I'm like my first time was probably your first. Yeah, time. Yeah, it was probably been like February '99. Probably yeah. Um, I, rem- I, I I still remember very vividly. We walked in and they were playing Starship Troopers. They have TVs and they play movies. They were playing they Starship were. Troopers. Uh, on the TV, and Frank was excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we all you know went up to the bar or you know ordered drinks and just hung out. And it was it, you know it was it was like our default go to spot for over a decade. Yeah, years and years and years. And I'm I'm happy like walking in. There's there's so much change in the city. I think that's one of the things we talk about so much. Things getting bulldozed, businesses closing, new businesses opening. That thing it seems like it's been a constant. Like they found a formula and they have stuck with it. You know what? This this is a great opportunity to then point out maybe some because you're right. I mean, this in a lot of ways this podcast is about change because mm-hmm. of how much Austin has changed 
uh, and we've changed, but uh, Casino is like a time capsule. It is like walking into the same place we went to in 1999. Mm-hmm. What other places, like if somebody wanted to come visit Austin and they wanted to get that flavor, what are, what are some other unchanged spots you can think of? Man, that is uh, that's tough. I think, you know, unchanged spots, it's going to be, at this point, they're very iconic places. Obviously, Casino. It's going to be, for me, like a lot of food places, I think of Top Notch. Which Top has, Notch has not Which changed. has probably not changed since the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and if you go to Top Notch, you'll see me there because I'm there constantly. <laughs> um, like those two are the two that instantly come to top of mind for me. Texas Chili Parlor jumps to oh, my mind. Texas Chili Parlor hasn't changed in 50 years either. Yeah. I just went for the first time. I loved it. Uh, it's yeah. my favorite restaurant. Awesome, man. Yeah. What a great, what a cool little it's spot. A, it, I will say it's a weird location. It's kind of in the middle it of is. nowhere. It's yeah. like 14th and Lavaca. Yeah, you're like, I guess I'll step out of this office building and into... The 60s? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? what is, there's nothing else around there. Like, it, I uh, I'll tell you guys a, a little bit, uh, a little story. I recently tried to rent the place out for my uh, rehearsal dinner yeah. for the wedding. Yeah. And they said no. Really? They said no because they said, we don't want to piss off the locals who come here uh-huh. every day. And I thought, you know what? That's That makes total sense to me. And I was like, I really appreciated it. I was like, I, I get it. I totally respect that. That's a great reason. Yeah, honestly. they were like, we just don't want to, we don't want to displace the locals, the, the, the everydayers. And yeah. I was like, yeah, fucking got it. Yep, absolutely. Makes total sense. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. That's a that's a that's a great one. That's unchanged. Fuck, dude, I'm really, really having trouble coming up with any others off the top of my head. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, I could I could say some other places that have largely unchanged, but it's not. Be- but I don't necessarily like them. Does that still count? Like, yeah, stuff like Chewies and Hula Hut. I mean, Chewies has changed. They've changed their menu around. Have they? Yeah, they've they've like cut their menu in half. Mm. Wow. They got rid of a bunch of shit. But I mean, I guess like. I'm thinking about like Hula physically. Hut. The, build, Hut's the same. building's still there. You can yeah. probably get the same shot. I didn't realize Chewy's had cut their menu off. Maybe That's tr- probably for the better. I mean, they had too much stuff yeah. on their menu. Maybe Trudy's. Yeah, but even Trudy's is like closed and reopened. Like the Trudy's by campus has been closed for a couple of years. Renovations, I think, right? No, like I think they just closed. They did. Like they filed bankruptcy and stuff, but then they started to open. They opened back up. But now I think I think that specific one is getting some sort of a renovation. Oh, okay. Or, I know yeah, the one up like north, fire or something. But the one in, I order from the one there. up north sometimes. Uh, like in that area, um, I would have also maybe said Spider House was largely unchanged for a long time, but they closed. But they're back. They're back, and it's a new place. And I went there. We actually went there with uh, I went there with Jason. Oh, uh, and uh, it's great. And we should go. We should absolutely go. Oh, okay. That's a great spot to hit up. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called, but it's uh, yeah, it's like a new bar, and, and it, it's it's different, but not that different. They removed some of the like tchotchkes and detritus. And the, if you went, so Spider House was a coffee shop bar that you would go inside. The inside is pretty small, like an old house. And then on the outside, there was this giant patio that was full of like rusty metal yeah. and old busted statues and like box springs that had been out for like 50 years in an in a artful manner. They got rid of all the tetanus stuff. <laughs> and, but it, other than that, it's pretty I don't understand. I mean, I, I acknowledge, like, I don't, there's, there's two things I don't understand. One, I don't understand how any restaurant or food establishment stays in business. Yeah. Like, just thinking about the overhead, uh, I, I can't imagine how you make that work. Two, that being said, I don't know how Spider House closed. Didn't make it work. Right. right. It's like, it, it's so close to campus. They have, you know, booze. They have coffee. Uh, they had, you know, long hours. When I first started going there, they were open from 6 a.m. to 3 a.m. every mm-hmm. day. And they were only closed for three hours. Yeah. 
like or maybe two a.m. But what I don't I don't know what the law is there, but but they were only closed for like four hours a day, and I remember thinking like like this is they've got it figured out. Yeah. And then they had a full breakfast menu for a long time, and then the breakfast like the morning hours started to slide up, and I thought this isn't a good sign. Yeah. And then yeah. Um. Yeah. Epic coffee is uh 24 hours i know they they stopped during the pandemic but mm. i think they're back to 24 hours now i think binu is too right oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah i feel like you don't see that as much as you used to there used to be a lot of 24-hour coffee shops like i would think about the places that used to be over here on the drag uh like insomnia insomnia yeah. yeah metro was that metro and insomnia were the same place yeah it was um, insomnia first then it was metro flipnotics was also 24 hours wasn't it yes i, I want to say it was so. yeah. yeah so it used to be like I, I felt like for a long time you had plenty of 24-hour coffee options which was important to us when we worked at the call center because yeah. we had shifts that would end at midnight so sometimes you'd be like you get off work at midnight like let's get some coffee and let's fucking just stay up all night that's <laughs> why we would spend a lot of time at starseeds right yeah. yeah who's calling at midnight you would be surprised. It was a 24-hour call center. Yeah, you would be surprised. People would call like yeah. that? Really? Well, I mean, yeah. it was. we would run a skeleton crew from about 11 p.m. until 8 a.m., and it would be one or two people. Yeah. Uh, and and very, everybody who called for tech support would be like, oh, you're open? I can't believe someone's there. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're here because you're calling. <laughs> and the, the night crew, like, there were a, there, it, there were some special people that did it. Like, it requires a certain kind of person to be able to, to work that graveyard shift. People that I love dearly because I was a scheduler, and so I needed them badly. Um, but they would get, like three calls a night maybe across like eight and hours they also got paid uh a bonus for yeah. working the overnight shift so some there were some people who loved it like they were they said they were night people anyway yeah it's like oh i get paid extra to, <laughs> to and they be would, up when i want to be up anyway and they would just do their schoolwork you know like everybody who worked at the call center was a college student yeah, there was one the dude who would do his girlfriend <laughs> remember that <laughs> yeah we caught yeah. him sneaking his girlfriend in <laughs> on the overnight shift <laughs> yeah they were uh, we had a, a vault with uh like all of the teleco equipment and apparently they were uh Killing time in there. Oh, man. I feel like that's a whole can of worms we could go down if we want to go to call center stuff. But it seems like we should talk about casino a little sorry, bit. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> First uh, off, maybe we, we discussed this in between the episode recording here. Uh, we we're walking over here. But we, we've discussed the idea of, of maybe branching out from burgers on, or from coffee on occasion to do burgers. Because Austin's kind of a burger city. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like that's lost in the barbecue and the It's a big burger, big pizza all. city as well. Big pizza city as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would love to do like a few like side burger episodes. Yeah. So let's rate our burgers first off. I, oh. got, I got the Chicago burger. Oh, we're getting right into it. This is great. Yeah. Man, this is, look at him. Yeah. He's being the host. This is fantastic. You know, it's, 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 not, it's the afternoon. Yeah, He's awake. Right. I'm awake. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> I, already did my, I already had my bike ride and my coffee today <laughs> and my energy drink. And your Diet Coke. Okay. I didn't know oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. I got I did it there, for there. you. <laughs> I, was thinking pre, I was thinking pre-casino, dickhead. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what I drank, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't Dr. Pepper. <laughs> it was some mishmash of stuff. It was so sweet. Um, um, okay, so you got the Pittsburgh Chicago burger. Chicago you got burger. The Pittsburgh. I got the KC burger. Oh, you did? You switched mm-hmm. it up? I switched it up. I got the Buffalo burger. I've only ever had the Buffalo burger at casino. I only ever get the Buffalo burger medium. The only one I've never gotten is the LA burger. Yeah, I would never get the L.A. burger. No. <laughs> uh, I've had every burger there except for L.A. and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, L.A. looks gross. Buffalo, I don't like buffalo sauce. I used to, Pittsburgh was my burger for a mm-hmm. long time. I freaked out a little bit. I'll be honest with you. When we went to order it because it said the mushrooms were, uh, they were like sauteed in like Guinness and sherry. Uh-huh. And I was like, I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah. I, get, I get weird when alcohol's a yeah. cooking ingredient because I never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, so I switched over to the Chicago burger, which mm-hmm. was my old, which was my other uh, but I gotta say, I hadn't had one in seven, eight years. Maybe tasted the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with mine, the buffalo burger, it's a burger with buffalo sauce and blue cheese on it. It was excellent. So good. Um, 
my one criticism, which happens every now and then. This is great. I, I wish they cooked it for another minute. Yours <laughs> was, was a little under. It was a little raw in the Mine middle. was perfect. Yours looked fine, whatever. You showed us, and I went... Yeah, he's right. It could take a minute. <laughs> one, uh, one more minute. One more minute. It's all we needed. But the burger is excellent. Like, I, I still ate every fucking bite. There was yeah. nothing left in that basket. Can we talk about how the guy was, like, fucking ram jamming that shit to get that stuff out? And Those by the time were. we left, that line fucking non-existent. Yeah, like, that line was super long. We went up there and ordered. Uh-huh. Uh, then we sat down. Then I think within five minutes, he yep. called your name. Yep. Which is awesome because it usually when you go up there, at least historically... Uh, he'll tell you an hour and 20 minutes. And yeah. sometimes it'll be an hour and 20 minutes. And there's a sign at the window that says, like, we are not a fast food establishment. Yeah. All our food's cooked to order. Be patient. He was cooking to he, order. He was, he was over the grill, grilling yeah. burgers, shouting over at Eric, asking Eric what he wanted. Eric was telling him, and he was putting the stuff on the burgers on the grill and making them as Eric's ordering it them. It was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. Dude was so efficient, and it was like, we got that. Their fries, I fucking love their so fries. Good. They're like they a were thick so fry, salty. but they're look, so crispy and salty. He fucking hates it. Those are the perfect look fries. At, look at his little hidden crooked yeah. smile. I don't hate the fries. I think they're good. I'm happy about them because about 15 years ago, they changed the fries, and they were never as good as the original fries, and these are a step towards the original fries. I'm just glad you brought it up because okay. I was going to bring it up. Like There was a bit of a fry redemption yeah. for me. They're, they're, oh, okay. they're on the upswing. Okay. Yeah. They are. I love the I mean, way... They're, some of them are like almost hollow and crispy all yeah. the way through. Oh, uh-huh. It's just uh-huh. the best way to eat a fry. Oh. Nine out of ten. If it had another minute on the grill, it would have been ten out of ten. I, mine was a ten. I, oh, mine's a, mine's a ten. It's like my favorite burger. Yeah. And such and, a, a, just the ambiance. It's still like, man, I don't know how to describe it. If you, maybe it's just of an era, but like it just, it's like walking into my mid twenties. Yeah. If if like if you come to RTX, like we said, we're at the convention center right now. Casino is like a two two blocks away. Yeah. It took yeah. less than five yeah, minutes yeah. to walk here yeah. from there. Uh, if you want to know what it was like for us, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, especially like early Rich Teeth time, like where we would hang out and what we would do, that's the place we would go to. They're playing the same music. The, 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 yeah. They're pouring the same drinks. Yep. They're watching the exact same <laughs> movies. And it hasn't, the decoration hasn't changed. It's all like all. this, like Aztec, like human sacrifice stuff, car, like yeah, the, it, the facade. It looks like a, it looks like like if Robert Rodriguez had a horror movie in a bar. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It's yeah. definitely that. And then it has on the back wall, like or like behind the bar, like at the top, it's like, and here's some Lucha Libre stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, this fucking rules. And, and some lit up demons. Oh hell yeah! I took my parents there one time. We were like walking. They came to visit the city or whatever, and they're like, oh, we want to get some lunch, and we were like around it. And I'm like, we'll go to like this other place. We walked in, didn't really, eh, whatever, eh, didn't really look good. And I'm like, we can go to a casino. You're not, you're going to think this is fucking weird, but I love this place. You're going to think it's fucked. We walked in. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Walked in. And he looked in and he went, yeah, it seems like a place you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had the burger and he went, we got to come back here. Yeah, went, yeah. Yeah. It's a good dad place because it's crazy. That's a, that's a great place. Yeah. Hey everyone, want to take a moment to remind you that RTX 2023 is happening this July 7th through July 9th. Join us this summer for a memorable weekend at our Camp for Indoor Kids featuring 15 plus live shows, special meet and greets, exclusive parties, fun panels, and much more with guests ranging from your favorite RT groups like Funhouse and Achievement Hunter to friends like Therapy Gecko, the Super Carlin Brothers, and new rock stars. RTX 2023 is an event you won't want to miss. Badges for this three-day fun fest are available as low as $55. Thanks for listening to us. Get excited about RTX. We're looking forward to meeting all of you there. Head over to rtxaustin.com to get more information about the event and buy your badge.
Looking for a gift for your dad that he won't want to return? Get him a Wi-Fi connected digital frame from Aura. It's the perfect gift for Father's Day. It's named the number one best digital picture frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and Wired. Aura frames are guaranteed to make dad or grandpa smile every single day. This is not the digital picture frame you remember from the early 2000s. There's no USB or SD cards, no hassle. Uh, with unlimited free storage, instantly frame photos and videos from any device uh, anywhere in the world and invite the whole family in on the fun through the free Aura app. You can even preload photos and add a personal video message that will display as soon as the frame is connected. Seriously, can't say enough of good things about it. I got one on my desk right now. Uh, it's so easy to use. Uh, you, and like it says, you can even preset it up. That way, if you have a, a, a father or someone you're giving the gift to that isn't very tech savvy, they don't have to worry about it. They don't even, if, if they want, they don't even have to load the pictures. You can do it yourself or you can invite other people to do it as well via the Aura app. Uh, I do it. Uh, it's super great. It's super easy to use. I can either, I, I can just easily send, I can select photos from my photo roll on my camera uh, and have them show up there instantly. Uh, if it's um, a video, it'll play the video. I, I cannot say how awesome these are, how easy they are. Even someone who's um, not very tech savvy uh, can enjoy this because of how easy it is and how you can probably help them. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Father's Day. Listeners can save by visiting AuraFrames.com slash Anma. That's A-U-R-A frames.com slash Anma. Use code Anma to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frames. This deal ends on June 18th, so don't wait. Terms and conditions apply. I'm just sitting here thinking about it. I might remember your first trip to casino. Oh, yeah. I feel oh, like yeah. Gus and I, I remember I us taking we, we the whole the Mega 64 crew yep. to the back mm-hmm. on an afternoon yep. after, like, during a break in the convention, yep. and you guys, like, losing your shit for how the place. Oh, you fucking loved it. Yeah. It was cheap beer. It, just keep drinking Lone Star, solving the riddle under the cap. And drink and eating hamburgers and sitting in the hottest fucking sun. <laughs> yeah, just getting half covered. drunk yeah. is the best. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. listening to just an awesome jukebox. Yep, yep. Just a phenomenal jukebox. It's such a cool spot. I'm, like, oh, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. If you come to Austin, like, please go. I love that. Place. Yeah, I'm so you, happy you can go home there. again. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> you, you really can sometimes. And, and, and the same people can still be working there. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, there's like, there's... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like we walked in last week. Yeah. Come, some some drunk guy in the bar oh. <laughs> goes, I love Mister Cock. <laughs> like, which actually which actually happened yep, as we were walking. It's out. like one fifteen in the <laughs> afternoon. We, we walked. The dude down. almost <laughs> fell off his stool. Jeff just went. The fuck did that guy say? <laughs> oh man, it's a great. It's such a cool spot. It's such a cool. It's the worst part of this city. But such a great gem yeah, in yeah. the worst part that, of this city. That sucks. Yep. That you know that that area is turned so bad. And the other thing that I think that sucks about it is that, like if you're local, trying to find a place to park. Yeah, uh, it's just so annoying. It's like we came out in the middle of the day, so we you know we lucked out. We were able to park right on six, right right by the place. But like at night, forget about it. Trying to find any any parking around here. I was thinking about that. We used to call it Dirty Sixth because it's on Sixth Street. Dirty Sixth uh, affectionately when we were in our twenties. Yeah. It's just a statement of fact now. Now it's, yeah. State, Sixth Street has really gone downhill. Yep. And I know some of that is age, and I'm looking at it through a different prism in my late 40s as I did in my 20s, but it's also really gone downhill. Yeah. It is a grimy, kind of a gross place. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go there if it weren't for Casino. Yeah. I'd never I would, go. I can't imagine. Or like nope. if I wanted to go catch a show at that new comedy yeah. store, but uh, the mothership. But that'd be it. I can't imagine. Never. Have you ever been to Esther's Follies? Never been. Me yeah. neither. Like oh, yeah. that's a, that's another constant. It's like right next to casino, 
we got to go. Yeah, we've probably walked by that thousands of times. I, I've, it, people keep bringing it up to me lately and telling me how good it is. Is it? And how it's genuinely good. We got to go. I have a list. It's funny because I have a list of places in Austin I've never been or things I've never done. And Esther's Follies is like at the I, top of I've it. I've never been. And that place has been there forever. Like you talk oh, about yeah. another landmark. Probably since the 70s. Yeah. Maybe. Patrick Salazar took us as a like broadcast team trip thing. Really? It was fucking, I wasn't like really looking forward to it. I'm like, I don't really need to see like live camp theater, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I fucking loved it. It was so funny and campy. And like, you could tell they're going like, these are like our old jokes, but like we upped it. We put like a little spin to have like somebody a little bit more current in the news yeah. tab to be like the punchline. And I fucking loved it. I had such a good time at Esther's Follies and I did not think I would. Well, that's a high praise. I was really surprised. We got to go. It's, it was Eric yeah. doesn't like anything. I don't. He's like I, the opposite. I truly don't. <laughs> he, 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 he didn't the, like Carmelo's. Like that's why they closed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I talked to Jessica Vasami yesterday, and she went, "Oh, have you watched Succession?" And I went, uh, "No, I don't really watch anything." She went, "What are you watching?" And I went, "I, I don't. Nothing. I don't watch. Don't watch TV. I'm watching you watch have anything. this conversation yeah, with me. No, I'm, I'm going home and I'm staring at a wall. I'm like, no, I don't watch like shows. I just don't." That was fucking great, though. I really thought Esther's Follies was like a lot I, of fun. I can't believe you guys have never. Well, I guess I can believe you guys have never been. <laughs> it, I mean, we, we were here, in, yeah, in our not early twenties. It's like that's yeah. not it wasn't our vibe. Yeah, what you want to do, and then I think when it would have been our vibe, we were yeah. too busy working, and I now had, we're old. I had parents and cousins who came in one time, and we ended up taking them, and they were like falling out of their chairs laughing. Dude, you've been a bunch. I've been twice, and it you're was a big folly like, head. It was yeah, yeah, you know me, uh, but it was like. It's a great take your parents to this thing if they're pretty like, I mean, they better be pretty fucking left leaning because that's the <laughs> way it goes. Like they're not, they're not going over there being right. It's not that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Where was the take your parents when they came into town thing for you back in the <sighs> old great. days? Um, man, that's a, we, I don't know if you remember this. We, you, I'm sure you remember it. We, we took my mom to a casino a few times. We did. We, we did, had a drinking yeah. contest with her there and she beat us. Um, Your mom went through a drinking phase <laughs> where she like she really wanted to to drink with us and she kicked our ass. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah she's um, real. We we took her downtown to Sixth Street quite a bit back then. Um, I mean, I don't know. Beyond that, I mean, there's like parks and stuff. I'm I'm I, I'm hesitant to say some of them just because I feel like some of them are still hidden gems. But fuck it, right? I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah, yeah we're not um, we're not trying to gatekeep Austin yeah, here. I think one of the biggest hidden gems in Austin that I'd love to take uh, my family to, which you introduced me to, Jeff, uh, is Mayfield Park, Mm. which I think people forget about or overlook very easily. Uh, Beautiful park. It's over there, like, off of 35th, west of Mopac. Yeah. Uh, It's pretty small, but it's beautiful. They have, like, this really cool uh, little pond with a bunch of koi, and they've got, like, peacocks just, like, roaming around. And, like, three miles of, like, gentle hiking. Yeah. Trails. And it's not a lot. If but. you go around sunset, I, like, I never knew this until I went there. If you go around sunset, you'll see all the peacocks fly up into the trees to to <laughs> to roost for the night. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's like it's weird to see a peacock. First of all, to see it fly, see them all land in the tree, and then all at once start screaming at the sky as the sun sets. <laughs> it's like what the hell is going on? People don't know this, because uh, why would they? But Austin is strangely a big peacock city. Yeah. There's there's the peacocks at Mayfield. They're famous. There's a restaurant it used to be called Green Pastures. It's called now it's S- called Alma's Green Pastures. Alma's I think, or, something or something like that. that something yeah. like that. Uh, it's still there. It's just got a different name. They have peacocks that just roam that area, and they actually live kind of in and around the apartment complex. I had a friend that lived over there. They kind of like are in the apartment complexes over there too. There's a neighborhood. If you if you go turn off of I-35 and you go down Airport East. 
like you're going to go to Rooster Teeth, like over, you know, in Mueller. But immediately on the left, there's a couple streets you can turn into. There's a little micro neighborhood over there. It's maybe six streets. And there are like 12 peacocks that live in the neighborhood and the whole neighborhood takes care of them. And they're just walking around 24 hours a day. And yeah, we've got like a high peacock uh, population for some reason. I don't know what weird. that is. I didn't is know weird. about the ones over there off of airport. Yeah, yeah. You should go check it out sometime. They're always they're always weird. around. Yeah, weird. Uh, but yeah, Mayfield was another uh, like take your parents uh, to kind of place. Maybe not in the heat of summer. I think for me it was uh, it was always inner space caverns. Uh, like it's 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 just far enough out of town, or you go to Fredericksburg. So inner space while, caverns is that the one down in New Braunfels? No, that's Natural Bridge. That's Natural Bridge, right? Inner space okay. is the one up towards oh. north towards Colleen. I could never keep them straight. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you this one. We just went to, I just went to this. My aunt and uncle came into town. I'd never heard about this. Hmm. Bracken Bat Preserve. Oh, yeah. I'd never heard of that. It's so cool. 15 million bats, all pregnant. That is, <laughs> that is insane because they make such a big deal about how there's a half a million yep. bats under the Congress Bridge. Yep. And 15, they're like this lasts four hours to get bats out. The bats leave and it takes four hours for all the bats to get they're out. They're just in a queue. Yep. Imagine being the nine millionth bat, and you're just going. Well, I guess we'll just keep. They're like it's the bat NATO, and it all starts inside the cave where they start like swarming and swirling, and all the air forces them all like yeah. out. Oh, like, and helps the, them fly. The smell is great. It is like if corn tortillas went so rotten, and then you couldn't get the smell out of your brain. It is like it starts coming out, and it just doesn't stop. Dude, it's like it, you breathe it. It's everywhere. There's a mouth to it where they're like, "Here's where they did the mine for the Civil War because they went down there, took all the." These beetles like eat this bat guano, turn it into powder. They mined all the powder and sent it off because it's like exp- like highly explosive. So they went down and mined it. They're like, you can stand near this thing and and sm- like check it out. It is like if a dog breathed hot breath on you, but like he had just like died. It is so <laughs> you taste it. Yeah. And it is- <laughs> if you want, I remember when I went. Someone said that if you ever want to dispose of a body, you throw it in there because oh, of those because yeah. uh, of those beetles. They'll tear them up. They'll man. like they'll leave oh. no trace of anything oh, behind. Nothing, and nice. it's like so inhospitable. Yep. Like y- you cannot go in there nope. unless you had like tons of pr- like it's like going to outer space. Like you need to be wearing a suit and your own air, uh, air supply. And there's like, like a hole protection. I can throw a body in. <laughs> there's a hole you could try to get a body in, but then there's an even bigger hole that the bats all come out of. So you really got to toss the body in deep. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. And you will see, like, albino bats are super rare, uh-huh. right? Like one in several million. You'll see, like, five in yeah, one yeah, night. you'll see, like, like, five or six of them. There's just food going, there's a white one. <laughs> when, when did you go to this thing? Uh, I used to go there when I would go to math camp in the summers. <laughs> they had a, Jesus Christ. They, they had a deal with them out there. We would stay out there because they had, uh, I don't know if they still do it. There's a, a ranch there. It's the Bamberger Ranch, I believe it's called. Uh, we would stay out there, like, for the weekend and... Um, Let's hang out and go go watch the bats every night. It's That's really, cool. I've never seen anything like it. I don't really care about stuff like that. And I saw that and I went, "This fucking rules." Yeah, they you just see um you just never see the same bat twice, and then thirty <laughs> of them will fly right by your head, and it stinks. Yeah, <laughs> never see the. That's definitely a different bat. Yeah. That's a different. Look at bat. that one. That's I've never seen that one. I've never seen that one. Ooh, no, I've never seen that one. But there's more bats in there than there are. There's like fifteen bats for every person in the city of Austin. Yep. 
That's yeah, it sounds right. Wild. It's a lot of bats. It's a lot of bats. It's pretty cool. But I would recommend that. I mean, checking how, the bats how, out. How was it to go? Because I, I, I thought for a while they had closed it and you couldn't go anymore. They did. And yeah. now they have a membership thing and now you can buy tickets and it's like a whole thing. Okay. So it's like a lot more, it's a lot smaller, I think. Um, yeah, because back, back when I went, like I remember they closed it. I thought, oh shit, like that's even more special. Like yeah. I, was, I felt like I was even more lucky to have gotten to see it because I knew it was closed for a long time. Uh, and they have, you pull in. And then you park and you walk over the thing and a docent tells you about the thing or whatever. I was the youngest person there, like me and my wife, <laughs> by probably 30 years. Sounds like um, that tour I went on in Italy. It was yeah. that. Um, and I really recommend it. It was, it's, you know, it's just south of New Braunfels. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little west. Yeah, maybe, it, yeah, it is. And just getting in there, you just keep going, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Uh, you could live, it just made me realize like, oh, I could just, if I, this all fucking bellied up, I can just go live in the woods. Because uh, no one will find me there. Yeah. No one will ever find you. You'll just live in the cave. Absolutely. With 15 million bats. And they'll keep me alive. Person. There's a lot of America to disappear into. Oh, big time. I'm, big I'm, time. I'm looking forward to it someday. Yep. So soon, exciting. soon. Um, we got to start wrapping up. because with Yeah, I know. Well, with what we did before. Uh, that yeah, we got that minutes, solid about, three minutes. We yeah. did the, <laughs> well, well, Nick uh, is going to be thrilled about that. Real uh, fast. One yeah. of the, well, you talk about there's a lot of America to disappear into. One of the things that I've been most shocked about, like as I've, you know, been taking lessons to be a pilot and mm -hmm. as I've started flying and I fly over a lot of central Texas and it's shocking the number of developments being built and the number of developments that you can see that have been started to be built and then have stopped. It's like, Oh, there's roads out here and I can see that the land's parceled up, but the houses aren't being built. Like yeah. they had aspirations or maybe they're building it to eventually build the houses mm -hmm. years from now to watch like the, the land, like you're talking about, just like, being cut up and uh, you know parceled out for people. Have you noticed? Have, do you have any? Have you do you have any current insights on the housing market in Austin? A little bit. Why? I just have noticed that all the houses that are for sale in my neighborhood have stopped selling. Everything yeah. is staying on the market, and everything's gone down in price. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's all it's all tied to interest rate. You know, I think people are trying to be creative when they can uh, on the interest rate front to try to get payments out. It's like if you aren't buying in cash and you have to finance, it's really a tough spot. The thing that's weird about it, though, is home construction has not, if anything, has sped up. So, like, in my neighborhood, houses don't go for sale anymore, or the ones that are for sale are going to be for sale forever, apparently, but I'll just drive by a house, there'll be a family living in it on a Wednesday. Thursday, there'll be a gate around it. Friday, there'll be, it'll get bulldozed, and then Saturday, they start building a new house. Mm -hmm. And that's going on. There's more houses for under construction in my neighborhood now than there have been at any point in the last five years. I think years. they're they're probably anticipating pent up demand. Okay. Right now, they're hoping, anticipating that by the time they're done, rates come down and yeah. there's demand back. I think it's going to be. I think we're looking at too long of a time frame for that. I think if we're going to see, I don't know if we'll ever see rates come down to how we saw them before. But if we do see them dip, I mean, I think the Fed's talking about softening their stance a bit. You know, you may see it stagnate or maybe come down a little bit over the next year, but I wouldn't anticipate it going back to where it was What before. are rates at right now? I think right now rates are sitting at about, oh, off the top of my head, like 5.5, 5.75. that's pretty fucking high yeah. compared to the last 30 years. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm talking about like the Fed prime interest rate. You know, right. if you're getting a mortgage, you're not getting that rate. You're going to add some uh, some additional points on top of that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's weird because there's also people like, sorry, I, I, I keep going. There, there's, I, you know, I have a, a friend, well, the realtor that I use when I, you know, I bought my place and everything. I keep in contact uh, with her. And she's been talking about some of the unusual things that people do to try to get their rates down. Uh, you know, of course, like trying to buy points at closing or trying to 
assume the mortgage of the person you're buying the house from. Interesting. Which is like all these weird, like very difficult to do things you wouldn't normally see uh, in a traditional housing market, but people exploring all these other like alternative avenues to try to um, get rates down. Hmm. Uh, I, 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 feel like I should double check that rate I just told you because I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get that wrong. Well, think, we're not I, a fact. Podcast. Yeah, and, and honestly, if this is where you're getting information for interest rates and what you're going to be doing, you should not be buying whatever you're about to buy. Yeah, we don't have good advice. Yeah, we're dumb. Uh, <laughs> we're the, very dumb. We tried to record a podcast in the back of a bar. The current yeah. Fed rate is five point two five. I was close. Five, you were close. You were real close. Not bad. I just thought it was really interesting. Not something I'd seen before. Like. You like I expected at some point that houses would sit on the market. Like the demand has to wane, and clearly with inflation, nobody's buying anything right now. I just I guess I'm just sus- equally surprised by how much construction is still happening, and like not like you know the, the house has been under construction for eight months and they're finishing it. This yeah. is like they're breaking new ground like daily in my neighborhood. Well, I wonder also if they had the plans for that for a while yeah you know it's maybe. like now they're finally you know getting around to, to executing on it it's like shit you gotta you may as well do it yeah i'm glad i i'm glad i have a house already <laughs> or like, like maybe maybe yeah. it's like well nobody's gonna nobody's gonna buy this house so we might as well just renovate it or tear it down and build our dream house here because yeah, yeah. that's all you can do uh so we rated casino so good recommended so good. Top top hamburger on Anmo right now, mm-hmm. and I'm glad it's the place we started. For Me the too. Bur- for the burger portion of this podcast, well, I'm, I'm so glad that we got it figured out. I never thought that we'd actually be able to do it. So yeah, yeah. it's very cool. Uh, some uh, some employees um, walking around, some nice audio texture. You are getting ready yeah, yeah. for RTX. You know what I mean? Uh, July seventh through ninth, fifth through seventh. No, seventh through ninth. It's fifth to seventh. No, it's not. It's seventh through ninth. Is it seventh through ninth? Yeah, man. Yeah, I hope so. I've been saying seventh through the ninth. Me too. Gus is going to rtxaustin.com. Oh, man, you scared the shit out of me. I was about to fucking he's never flip. wrong. No, 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 no. He's no. not a wrong How did I get that wrong? I don't That's know. That's weird. That's fucking wild. Uh, rtxaustin.com for all the real information. Yeah. Uh, so you can show up on the 5th, but it won't be happening. It's not very right? good. If you've got a question about the interest rates, you ask yeah. me. If you've got a question about RTX, ask someone else. Um, have an anarchy question. Uh, this one's from Freya Games. You can tweet at us at Ammo Podcast. From who? At Freya Games. Freya Games. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said Frey Games. I was like, what's Frey Games? <laughs> Yeah, get him, Gus. Um, Here's a question. What hobby have you spent the most money or resources on and the least time actually doing? Oh. I thought that was really That's a real fuckface question. Uh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The most money on, but the least amount of time. I'm sure, like, I'm sure that there's... Well, there's, there's, there's a there's a Peloton that's never been used in my spare bedroom. Oh my design. god, <laughs> that's well, that's one. That do, you, do you still pay the monthly fee on it? No, okay. no, no I thought he was about to go monthly fee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you should check out Rocket Money. Um, <laughs> man, I, I'm sure. Like over the years, there are several times where I've tried to get into like painting, like assembling and painting, like those model cars. I, I feel like I've tried to do that a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, buy all the paints, buy all the brushes, and then just never do it. Uh, I've also tried to get—I tried to get into soldering before. Really? Yeah, bought like soldering iron, you know, all those supplies and everything. Burned myself once and then stopped. You know, <laughs> like it's—it's it's, it's lots of things like that. I'll do it. What what hobbies do you currently do then? I guess is sort of my pivot on that. Uh, I ride my bicycle uh-huh. every day. Uh-huh. Tw- Twenty-six miles is my current one. Okay. And then I collect b- baseball cards. That's pretty much it. We didn't me. open my baseball yeah. cards. 
We need to. Um, yeah. Well, we just got to get the show that's already that already exists and is already a huge hit. We just need to get that greenlit so that we can continue to make the show <laughs> my, that we've been making for my years. My aunt and uncle watched it and they went, the funniest part is you guys are talking about how you couldn't get it greenlit. And I went, yeah, it's a real laugh riot. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not as funny to us. Yeah, but, fucking uh, waka waka. <laughs> uh, I, I still play a lot of video games right now. I'm playing uh-huh. a ton of uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is a phenomenal game. Yeah. Unbelievable what's, what they did with that game. Uh, and I fly planes for fun. That which is a fucking expensive there you hobby, go. That's but a, that's an expensive I hobby. I do I spend a lot of time on it. Hobbies that okay. Um, I'd say mask making. I bought a uh, bunch yeah, of. Uh, yeah. I, it's something that I do, but the amount I have to buy stuff in for uh, faux leathers or like four way stretch fabric and everything, I put money into it, and then I'll make a mask. And I go, I have so much more material still. <laughs> I'm not going to use any, like, I'm not going to use a bunch of, like, this white. The white was just for one. And this purple, I'm not going to use that anymore. And also the learning was learning what four-way stretch fabric was and then going, this is two-way stretch fabric. <laughs> <laughs> I've invested a lot of money in cooking throughout mm. the course of the years. You know, like, you, every, I feel like every time I go to cook something, I get excited about it, and then I have to buy some ingredient in a bottle that I use once, and then just I have to throw away. Like then it goes bad later. Yeah. yeah, I will say Jeff is a great cook. If it doesn't matter how the food tastes, but you just need to look at it. Um, oh. <laughs> I we, what, what he's referencing is we're making a, a face cookbook mm-hmm. for all the recipes we've created over the last 157 episodes, and. Eric came over to help me do the product photography. Yep. So I like fake made a bunch of food mm. to take photos of it. It wasn't like fully cooked stuff. I'm not done yet. I still got a whole bunch. I yeah. got to do all the sauces still. Taking pictures of food is really difficult. Yeah. I'm, I spent a little bit of today looking at the photography from last week and thinking, I wish I could redo some of this. Man, I, I do not. Great. Like, I, I remember, we, sorry, we're going to continue no, a little no, anima fine, talk fine, here. Fine, fine. I remember, like, I've always had an admiration for people who can do food photography because I know, I, I acknowledge how difficult it is. Yeah. And I remember we would walk down 6th Street, you and I, Jeff, we would walk down 6th Street past the Hofbrau, <laughs> and they had the worst photos of steaks in front of their in front of their store. And I was like, these look terrible. Like, I know the Hofbrau is good. I've eaten there. But looking at these photos outside the restaurant does not make me want to go in there. So disgusting. They look and, so bad. And you know, they're like 40-year-old photos that have been baking in the Texas <laughs> sun, so they're all mottled and discolored, and they've got like cigarette burns yeah. on them. And that place is not there. It's not. I, I walked by it the other night. I was down, downtown getting sushi, uh, and uh, I walked by Hofbrau, and it's boarded up, and there's a bunch of like Whoa. shit. In the, and it says like under. It either said like under renovation or I, I don't remember. That would what be was, another but, like landmark. But that would be a yeah. landmark. I was. I haven't thought about that place before you mentioned it now in probably 20 years, yeah. but I do remember seeing it and thinking like, oh, I, I wonder if it's finally gone. Yeah. Wow. Or if it'll be coming back. Um, okay, well, that'll, that'll do it just about, except we're supposed to recommend a place. I know we recommended a lot of places here, but we need to recommend one spot to go to for our Anma NFT segment. I think that's what we named it, and I can't for the life of me remember why. Do you Not remember? For oh, Not for tourism. Was that it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much. You're it welcome. has been killing me, and I can't. I, I, I'm just like, I'm going to remember. I'm not going to listen to the episode. I'm going to remember. For the life of me, for, I couldn't, fu- I'm like, yeah. need for Non-fungible tops. tokens? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. So one place that we would recommend, if you're coming to RTX, I guess, or just Anma in general, I think we take it through RTX, but an RTX spot, a place that you'd, you'd recommend. It, I'm thinking downtown, could be on E6, that could be, you know, a little Does it have over. to be walkable? From- I'd prefer it to be walkable. I don't think it has to be. 
Mongolian Grill's gone, huh? Yeah, that's been gone. Dude, that's been gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's been gone for like 20 years. <laughs> I was just thinking about it the other day and I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> the, the look, the, I wish we were a video podcast. Yeah. Just for the moment where Gus reacted, couldn't fucking believe what he heard. Like when the pickle fell out of my mouth earlier. Really. Uh, <laughs> that place has been gone forever. We used to eat there all the time. That's so funny. Uh, fuck. There's, I, I would say, like, from here, there's a lot of stuff up and down Red River. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we spent a lot of time over there when we were uh, younger as well. All you those know, bars are gone. Though. All those mm-hmm. bars are gone. Hoboken Pie still over there. I like Hoboken Pie. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's you could do a lot. Yeah. Hoboken, Hoboken Pie is good. Mo- Mohawk's still up over there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's a great Empire Garage or whatever. Empire Control Room Empire is right there. Control. And uh, I like Hoboken Pie because we'll go to a wrestling show at Empire and then walk across the street to Hoboken yeah. Pie get a slice and go yeah, home. It's not like the best pizza in the world, but no. it's, it's good. No, it's good. You yeah. can buy it from window. It's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you guys don't have a recommendation, I'd recommend Violet Crown, but I, that's just as the most straightforward well, bar. Well, if we're going bar. that far, yeah. uh, there's a Via 313 brick and mortar pretty yeah. close to Violet Crown yep. over on East 6th. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Do that. See, that's Detroit, a good... Detroit-style pizza. Very, go, very baby. good. It's good. Tourists, head out. Who's, who's, who's food trucking in front of Violet Crown? Come yeah, on, like, everybody thinks... How, like, don't come... To, if you're going to come to Austin... Sure, maybe go to Home Slice, but there's so many. We've talked about it for years, yep. but there's like the pizza game has really stepped up in intensity mm-hmm. and quality, big and, time, and volume. There's mm-hmm. a lot of better options at this point yep. than Home Slice. I don't want to say better. I would. A lot of other good options. I would. I wouldn't say better. I would say better. Yeah, wow. it's yeah. different. Different wow. stuff. Different. Wow. A lot of stuff out there. Yeah. Um, well, you can follow us at Anima Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. We're back in person, so we're taking pictures. Will we do hamburgers next week? Will we do coffee next week? Probably coffee, because I don't have time to change the schedule. But we're doing coffee. We, okay, thank God. Uh, so we'll figure that out going forward. That's the new format for the podcast. It's the exact same thing, but sometimes we eat sometimes hamburgers. Sometimes it's a hamburger. Sometimes, sometimes hamburger. Um, Are we going to hit up McDonald's? We can. You could do coffee and a hamburger. What is the... <laughs> then we could do both. That's going to be our bridge episode. What is the best McDonald's in town? The best McDonald's in town is the one over there off of Lamar in Houston. You are right. Mm-hmm. That is the best, McDonald's, the best McDonald's in town. In town. I think At it's hands down. I think it's the one uh, by the Peter Pan mini go. Oh, oh no, no, Part of my old favorite. Died. Ma- oh, things have changed in my city. The McDonald's <laughs> is gone. Oh, <laughs> little, lament. little inside oh. Austin humor. I give you a little inside rooster teeth that oh. we shot. Uh, you were there for it, Eric. I, uh, I don't think you were, Gus, but we shot hardcore mini golf there. No, yep. It's not. And uh, friend of Rooster Teeth, Chef Mike, mm-hmm. who we all love yeah. dearly, mm-hmm. big fan of, he was there and he participated in it, and he yep. was he was wonderful in the production. You can go, you can if you're a first member, you can yep. go look at it right now uh, on Rooster Teeth. Uh, but he had just not too long at that before that point left McDonald's yeah. to strike out on his own, and he could not be photographed yep. <laughs> with McDonald's in the photo. Yep. And so we had to shoot, shoot around, around it, that yeah. McDonald's it's, a it's lot. Right there, yep. it was right there. One of these days, you're talking about you know going into a McDonald's. One of the, we we can't we don't have time to cover it in this episode. One of these times, we should tell that story that we were told about Keanu Reeves going to Popeyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We'll save it. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Uh, follow us at Animal Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. Hey, shout out to a guy named Adam that I met at Barrett's Coffee who came up to me and he was the coolest fan that I met because he went, Hey, man, big fan. I love what you do. Anima, I know you guys keep talking about this place. Hell yeah, man. Awesome. And shook my hand and left. And I went, Best fan in the <laughs> What's that guy's name? Adam, I think. Adam, yeah. I hope you're doing well today, Dude, buddy. Yeah. It was great. It was cool. Got a cup of coffee at Barrett's. Good time. Uh, any uh, last thoughts, parting words, anything smart to leave these people with? 
Come to RTX, eat a hamburger. Yeah, come to RTX the 7th and through the 9th. Uh, come the 5th to the 9th if you want. They'll give you a little bit extra time to eat burgers. Uh, shout out to the guy who loves rooster <laughs> at the bar casino. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>